Lundy Kaiser. I'm the senior editor of clearancejobs.com and welcome to this episode of Cleared Cast. Today we're delighted to be joined by Dr. Gary Schiffman, CEO and founder of Giant Oak, and Jonathan McDonald, Executive Vice President of TransUnion's Public Sector Business Unit. Giant Oak and TransUnion recently announced a partnership that looks to expedite the security clearance process and improve the vetting of cleared personnel, which is a really important mission and very timely. So thank you, gentlemen, both for taking a few minutes to chat with me. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Great to be here. Thank you. So my first question is just there's been a ton of talk recently about how machine learning and artificial intelligence can enhance the background investigation process and improve personnel security programs across the government. How does this new partnership with Giant Oak and TransUnion hope to improve the process? And I'd love Dr. Schiffen for you to answer and then also Mr. McDonald for you as well. To answer the question, let me just start with this idea of technology and where we are with technology. We live in a, a machine learning world these days. We understand the growth and proliferation of data, the deluge of data. As humans, we're overwhelmed by that amount of data. And uh, so in theory, data makes our jobs easier. It makes us more secure. But in practice, uh, we mostly just get overwhelmed by data. And machine learning is kind of this new generation of technology, which allows humans to take advantage of the amount of data in a way that's that's human friendly. And that's at the core of the Giant Oak and TransUnion collaboration as it relates to the security clearance process. The mission is critical. The mission is vital. And we believe very passionately in the importance of not only having this cadre of cleared and vetted individuals, but in having that system efficient and easy so that the most talented people are actually drawn to and excited to work in uh, positions of trust in the U.S. government. In order to do that, we need to take advantage of all of the data that we have available, but we have to do that in a way that's efficient. So what I think has been happening over the last number of years is that the amount of data is increasing And in order to address that, we've been hiring more people to adjudicate clearances where what we really need to do is leverage technology. And so Giant Oak and TransUnion both have unique abilities and expertise in understanding data and data analytics as it relates to the security clearance process. And we've teamed up to bring technology to the process so that way we create the most efficient system possible. The beauty of the partnership between Dynoke and TransUnion is that Dynoke has the AI and the interface, and they also have the capabilities of integrating consumer data or government data that TransUnion doesn't necessarily have in our own databases. But we are, as you know, a people company. We have over a billion people in our systems across both financial and public records information. And we can help the government prioritize who they look at in terms of who's most likely to get through the clearance process quickly. They can kind of put those at the top of the list to quickly get through those. Who's very likely not to pass because of just you know, maybe nefarious or egregious you know, records in their, in their um, background. And then who kind of falls in the middle? So who's going to take a little more work in terms of adjudication to get through the process? With the current backlog, I think it was near 800,000 last year. I think that's been whittled down to maybe five or 600,000 in the backlog, but still substantial. I know the government's really challenged with keeping people interested, you know, who are looking, who could go, you know, they could go work for a vendor or a commercial vendor while the government's trying to get them through the process. So it's really putting government, you know, resources at risk. 
we feel like we can really help out with that with that challenge. And I know, Dr. Shimon, you have some personal experience in the security clearance world. In your experience in this industry, how have you seen firsthand the need for programs to both speed up the security clearance process and also increase the accuracy of the vetting that goes on? I've had a security clearance my entire adult life and know the know the issues uh, in the industry from, from multiple perspectives, being in government, being a contractor, being a technologist. The challenge here, and I think this is widely acknowledged, you know, as we talk to folks within DSS and uh, DISA and other different places, everybody understands that automation and continuous evaluation are the keys to the future. We have to get to automation and we have to get continuous to, to continuous evaluation. And in order to do this and to do this efficiently, you need to be able to take advantage of all of the possible data. So the way I like to think about it is what we're doing is we're measuring risk or we're measuring the absence of risk. If you think about it, most people in positions of trust are not risky and we just need some very efficient way to automate and continuously vet people in positions of trust for the absence of risk and also the measurement of risk. And the more data we use, the better off we are. We're going to get to exquisite measurement of risk through the exploitation of more data, and we have to do that in a fast and efficient way. And that's really the key. So in, in my years of work in technology and security, the challenge is, is always that how do we look at more data, do it in an automated way so we minimize the backlog of, of human time doing mundane and boring tasks, Say for the human, the tasks that are inherently human, meaning the application of judgment and, and, and insight, and let the computer do a million times a second what computers can do, which is rote and quick and, and literal work. Um, and I think that's that's the key going forward uh, based upon my years of experience. But also, I think if you look at public statements, as you've reported on in your publication, public statements by the leadership in government leading this transformation, I think there's widespread agreement that continuous vetting and automation um, are the key to this and not looking at less data and looking at more data. Continuous evaluation is obviously the key to kind of the future of the government's personnel security program. When you hear leaders talking about it, it's it's pretty much assumed at this point that a lot of the advantages that we're going to realize are going to take place through enrolling people in continuous evaluation. How does the partnership between Giant Oaks and TransUnion help the government accomplish that CE mission? Does it play a role there? Absolutely. I think the statistic is that over 70% of folks that get a security clearance and then end up losing it or they're put on probation are due to financial challenges, financial issues in their personal lives. TransUnion, obviously, you know, part of our business is credit bureau, so we have all the financial information on anyone in the credit system. There's two things. There's a reactive and a preventative angle here. The preventive angle is that as someone's credit score is trending either up or down, and the context of which could mean a variety of things, uh, whether they've got additional income coming in that no one knows about, or whether they're headed towards financial hardships, you know, we can help the government get in front of someone to help them out in that situation. There's no one else that can do that unless they have FCRA credit information, which TransUnion does. And so we're able to put triggers on the population of folks who are in that continuous evaluation platform. And through 
uh, the giant of technology called Ghost, we can alert the government on certain things they're interested in. We can do the same thing on the public record side. So if the government, they might not care about a speeding ticket, but they might care a lot about a DUI or a criminal event. That's another area where we can provide triggers, continuously provide triggers on a, on a population that can be delivered to the government just as a risk indicator. I don't know if that's simple enough for... Can I just add to that? From the perspective of Ghost, it, we built Ghost purpose-built from the ground up for large-scale screening and continuous vetting of populations. So it was purpose-built for, for continuous vetting. And so the fact that the, the community and the leadership in the security clearance world is moving towards continuous vetting is great. We're not building a technology in response to the community moving in that direction. We, we built it specifically with large-scale screening and continuous vetting in mind. Second thing is GHOST is built upon concepts of behavioral science. My background is, is I'm a behavioral economist, and so we have a behavioral science team at Giant Oak that built GHOST. So we're looking for, and GHOST knows how to flag changes and patterns of human behavior. And what we don't have on our own are all the things that Jonathan just talked about, which is the, the unique data holdings and analytics that TransUnion has that are pretty much unique in the world. And so the combination of TransUnion's data and analytics and Giant Oak's behavior analytics, continuous vetting, screening capability, and user interface really creates this powerful combination that we've been working together before. We know that it works and we see how this really is the capability that the, the security world needs for continuous vetting. I don't know if it's obvious or not, but with the NISPOM changes now that require, you know, the 13,000 plus contractors that employ security cleared personnel, they're also extremely interested in this capability and, and some are, are using this type of capability to monitor their own employees, right? That's, that's by law. So this is much larger than just the government. This is the government and contractors supporting the government. So the population is quite large. You brought up a couple of good points. Yes, financial issues are by and large, overwhelmingly, consistently, always the number one reason people are denied a security clearance or lose their security clearance later. And it's often issues that people just, they're, when they're not proactive in financial issues. And you look at historical cases of what has actually motivated people, you have certainly some issues of foreign influence, preference, nationalism, but also there's, there's always a money factor there. So when the government looks at someone who has financial issues or that they're not getting out from under, certainly want something they want to be aware of. And then the also the issue is, I know a lot of the reform efforts they're talking about now, you brought up, they're looking at ways that the government can pull in issues, background check information, things that private sector companies have done as well. So as you mentioned, there is definitely a, a private sector application here. So while it seems like the government might be leading the way, there's actually a lot of private sector companies are doing this kind of vetting and background checks and personal vetting as well. The government wants to use that to inform its security clearance process. What are maybe some of those private sector applications you're already seeing? You know, ways the use of background investigations, vetting, the GOSS technology is being used in the private sector. If you just think about insider threat, you're a large commercial enterprise and you employ thousands of employees. There's an insider threat um, risk uh, that you want to be able to protect against. This is, as Jonathan said, as you just said, this is not unique to the federal government. Insider threat 
is pervasive, whether you're government or industry. The heart of the matter is getting at the proliferation of data and being able to make sense of it in an efficient way. The fact that we're surrounded by data doesn't make us more secure for addressing any of these threats, but having the ability to automate the process allows us to build analytics for specific threats. And those threats, commercially, we're, we're working on insider threats. We're also working commercially with financial institutions on anti-money laundering, counter-terrorism, counter-trafficking, those types of threats. The reason the industries are moving in this direction is because there's more data available now, so there's the ability to get to better measurements of risk. And if you can get to better measurements of risk, you can actually secure the enterprise and do it at a lower average cost per case or per employee. So you're driving efficiency and increasing effectiveness simultaneously. You don't have to spend more to get effectiveness. You can use the automation and the existence of additional data to increase your output without increasing the price. And that's very powerful in the commercial world where there's a profit motive. There is a bottom line that people have to answer to investors, to Wall Street, and it's driving a whole lot of behavior commercially, and the government can, can take advantage of those, those innovations. Gary brought up a broader capability. The insider threat, in our opinion, is a broad, you know, more broad. Continuous evaluation is a part of that, but insider threat consists of both witting and unwitting users, right? So you've got the, the unwitting who might click on a phishing link by accident, might not know what's going on. It's the witting folks that you know, there's a lot of concern about as well. How are they motivated? Um, you know, selling intellectual property of a commercial company can be absolutely devastating to a company. I mean, you can put a company out of business. And so what's going on externally that might not be obvious, someone's financial situation, someone's, you know, criminal activity, those are extremely interesting and can help kind of escalate the risk profile of, a, of an employee who might have access to some critical infrastructure in a company. So I just wanted to highlight that we also work with the government in terms of insider threat, which is a, a kind of a broader use case, but it's leveraging the continuous evaluation type of capabilities and technology to, to help with that. TransUnion and Ghost, Giant Oak, are working together today in government agencies to find money launderers, terrorist financiers, people involved in child exploitation. We've been working together for a number of years, and we have a long track record of identifying patterns of threat behavior that otherwise would not be identified. This is about taking technologies that have been joined together for several years now with great success and bringing it into the trusted workforce challenge of, of security clearances and insider threats. But the point is, is this is technology that's tried and true. This is a collaboration that's been successful for a number of years now. And what an important mission it is, you know, what you talk about here is that, yeah, across the commercial sector, across right. the government, you know, protecting intellectual property from malicious actors, that's really key. Oh, absolutely. And it just, uh, it, we all just know that we, you know, we go home at the end of the day, at the end of the week with this great sense of satisfaction, knowing the difference that we've made in collaboration with 
Giant Oak and TransUnion working together. There's just no better feeling than that. So you're already working with the federal government. This is already being implemented and used across agencies and, and folks are using, taking advantage of this partnership kind of vet threat. Is that a true statement? They are. It's, yes, it's true. It's, it's in pockets. As you know, the, the greater security clearance reform efforts and the, you know, the new agencies being stood up now through the Defense Counterintelligence and Security Agency, those are fluid in real time and you know, they're still trying to figure out the strategy there. We're definitely talking to those decision makers, but there's absolutely live programs today uh, where we're applying this technology and applying it very effectively. And Gary, like Gary said, we enjoy the benefit of knowing that we've actually helped protect citizens and helped protect the national security interests of the United States because of this stuff. So it's, it feels good and it works. So, yep, in play today. The beauty of this partnership also is TransUnion, as you've probably seen, you know, we're publicly traded. We're continuously making acquisitions and expanding our footprint uh, in terms of data sources. And I think the benefit of this partnership is that we can, you know, I can come to Gary and say, hey, we, we now have over 6 billion devices in our TransUnion database that we can tell if, they, if they're involved in nefarious activities. How does that relate to continuous evaluation or an ongoing employee vetting, right? So if someone's doing some nefarious things at home on a personal device, is that of interest? So it's very interesting because it's variables dynamic. We get to work together and, and new things come up all the time where we can kind of explore opportunities to improve what we're already you know, providing to the government. The thing I would emphasize that I would want people to remember, Lindy, is that more data tends to slow people down today, but using technology such as Ghost and TransUnion, more data will increase the efficiency of the process, increase the effectiveness of the process, and will get rid of the backlog and increase security. And it's not often in, in life where you get to improve the outcome and not see in a, a massive new expenditure of funds. And I think technology gives us this chance to, to take advantage of data in a way to decrease the backlog, increase security. And, and I think that's a really important point that I, I hope people understand the, the opportunity in front of us that we have today is, uh, is historic and, uh, and it's, a, it's, a, it's a great time uh, as a result of the technology. You bring up a great point. We have this an unprecedented amount of data and so it becomes so important to both have the data and then have the right analytics to apply so that we're not wasting time looking at the wrong things. This is Lindy Kaiser, Senior Editor of ClearanceJobs.com. Thank you again for listening to this episode of Cleared Cast. For more security clearance news and defense industry information, please visit news.clearancejobs.com.